Should we just do a show? I feel like we should just. Haircut. Can you turn my mic up, mate? It's oh, your damn it. It's your mixer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> don't no, don't blame the people. Blame yep. the equipment. That's the story of my life. <laughs> yeah. Um. What show are we doing? Two blokes talking tech. Yeah. Is it um, only got the right stings there? The public. Mate? Yeah. You I don't want to well. be playing the tech guides things by myself. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't. I'd love to be yep. involved, but um, yep. um, I shan't be doing that here. Um, <clears throat> we are sitting in the um, tech guide theatre, and we should say up front. Brisbane and Parramatta are playing in a rugby league game. Yeah. And even though my level of interest is not massive in rugby league, I'm pumped. Oh, so am I, mate. Genuinely like, pumped by this. It I, is. I was counting it down like it was Christmas when I was a kid. I'll Joey Johns came on Channel yeah. 9. He goes, 67, 67 days I've been waiting for this. <laughs> but who's counting? And I'm God, like, you know, you can just long, see the passion. a long time, eh? Like, yeah. God, help us. It's it's yeah. and and the thing about this is, and Fox have been playing this up obviously because they're they're broadcasting you know across the world on, yeah. on a bunch of channels because there's nothing else to show. No, any Fox sports bet are popping champagne corks right now. Any television network. Oh yeah, anywhere word, in the with world. The word sport in it. Yeah, yeah. That that is in part owned by <laughs> News Limited is currently showing this. Even the even the others would be asking for it. They said, we're taking it live from Australia. We're doing live. We're four o'clock in the morning. We're and taking it live. And there's a bunch of people going, what are these idiots doing without <laughs> helmets on? Yeah. Like, can you imagine what the Yanks are thinking right now? But you know what? It is, it was very like Peter, Peter Vlandis, who I've known for years, by the way. Yep. He's a fantastic sports administrator. Great bloke too. How good has he gone... So he laid, he, he put that date down, yep. and it seemed a long time away, and here we are, bang, we're doing it, and and the the first major sport around the world we could say is yeah. back on now. Yeah. Like I know the races have been on, and, and minor like soccer oh. has been on in some parts of the world. You know what's funny though? I drove, I left um, that with about one minute gone in the first half, and I texted you, Steve, and I said I'll be there at yeah. halftime. Yeah. And mate, can and I just say, spot on, yeah. no one on the roads. Yeah, like it's gone back to. It's gone back to lockdown like traffic. There's no really? one on the road. Okay. Like no one. Anyway, so I've listened to the radio on the way here. And as we hit record, um, it's come back on just, the it's come Just back the on. start of the second half. That's yeah. the first time I've taken a good look at a game with no crowd. It looks stupid. Yeah. Did you see what they're doing, though? They're giving fans the option to they pay buy. 22 bucks and they have a cardboard cutout. Is of that themselves. a legit thing or is that yeah. just an idea? No, it's, it's, it's happening. And, and what happened? They're going to use them, the cardboard cutouts until there's a crowd again. And the cardboard cutout gets mailed to you once they've once they're finished with it. For twenty two bucks? Twenty two dollars. Where do you do that? I'm gonna look it up tonight and get it done. Mate, I'm gonna South, get ten done. Yeah. It'll just be me and kids. Yeah. <laughs> no, just me. Ten Trevors at the Parramatta game. Uh, just EFTM tattooed on my yeah. head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be it'll be me in my tech guide t shirt. Yeah. I mean what yeah, it'd be very weird. Anyway, uh, keep an eye out for the something. Two blo- but you know, for I've the noticed, two blokes in the crowd. I've noticed as well They're that not taking Channel, wide shots. Channel Nine mm. were having they play in the game, and all you could hear is the com- are the commentators. Yeah, and, and that's fair enough. Fox, uh, Fox Sports, you're hearing the commentators, but they're playing a crowd oh, soundtrack above it. That makes sense now because like I, you know you hear the buzz of the crowd. I tweeted just a minute ago, uh, just before I left actually, about what I thought of all the radio stations and stuff. And a bloke goes, good rap on all the stations. For me, I'm not liking the fake noise in the background. Oh, mate, that's, I reckon that adds to it. You reckon? It, it, it adds to the atmosphere. You're, watch, you're watching something. Of the commentator on Triple M. Yep. Uh, there was a play, I'm going to say about 10 minutes to go, uh, I don't even know who was rushing, but they were rushing the line, and he essentially almost called a try, but it was called back as a knock-on, and he said, oh, I was just completely thrown because there was no crowd to alert <laughs> me to the fact that the ref had called something. Yeah, true. Yeah. Fascinating. And I've always said, how's the referee going to know they're offside all game? Like, I've said that yeah, before. If, if the the crowd's not there to tell them they're offside. Like how, how good are they? And there's only one ref. Yeah. Which is how it should have been. How's the ref going to... I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of two referees. Really? Never so you're happy been. with this? Never have been. Well, how's one the ref... ref. How's the ref going to know he's a wanker if the crowd aren't saying it? <laughs> anyway. Well, we'll find out. But you know what? I've been surprised with the quality of the footy. It's been actually not too bad. Oops. And then just as I said that, a Broncos player knocked it on. Can I just say also, Stephen, and this is very self-indulgent upon both of us, but um, because, as we discussed last week, I've uh, re-brought back the EFTM podcast as your tech life, etc. Yeah. Um, as you often do, I've checked the the podcast store. There's there's a there's a real lack of Australian technology there is, podcasts, yeah. isn't there? I see you're you're ranking in the top ten now. Well, good I, work. I was looking at it, I'm going, mate. Yeah. What well, two blokes talking tech? 
Um, so tech, tech guide you. Yeah, wait. So I thought the thing was moving again. Uh, risky business uh, with Patrick Gray. That's awesome. He's ahead of us. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, it's it's two blokes talking tech. Mate, yep. earlier in the week, I checked, and it was basically me and you. Yeah. Three of the well, were the top three Australian podcasts. Yeah. So thank you for and listening, tech everyone. And tech that's guide, what I'm you and tech me guide, and that's two blokes. Tech guide, EFTM, and two yeah. blokes in some order were the top three for pretty much the whole Absolutely, week. Absolutely, yeah. in terms all, of Australian all podcasts. All thanks to these you lovely people listening. You're right very now. wonderful people. But <laughs> do us a favour and leave a rank uh, a review. Yeah, give you? us a five star. We'll read your name out. Five star review. Actually, they will, we'll oh read God. your name out. Is there any new ones? Everyone's going to get on with the bloody show, will you? But I'm just going <laughs> to. I did look earlier. And um, I did notice that there was a review of some sort, but it wasn't super recent, but we should acknowledge the uh, champion person that it was. In fact, <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure there was two, and one of them was a bit of a pee take, if you like. Um, uh-huh. Where the heck is the reviews? Oh, this new mate, on the Mac, the podcast app, I don't like it. I, I don't, don't like it. I don't sorry, like it. Sorry, Pauline. Um, you know why? Because you can't sort by... Time, like when was the review left? Doesn't say, doesn't say. So, um, uh, BJ Oz says, Seriously, one of my favorite podcasts. Get on it. Trevor and Stephen provide great advice and information about tech, but stay for the banter and the trash talking. <laughs> I'm proposing a drinking game. Trevor mentions Stephen loves Star Wars, Stephen mentions the travel to Trev's place. The list goes on. <laughs> BJ, you, uh, you make drinking up, game. you make up a drinking game like a, yes. a word bingo, two blokes bingo. And, uh, and we'll play it. And, um, and we'll get in on the betting. About well. a week ago, Stoney said, uh, great podcast for technology news and views and reviews. Love the pre-show jibber. Well, that's lucky because you're part jibber. of it, mate. Pre-show here's, jibber. Here's my concerning one, though. Cuzza 68. Thanks <laughs> for, in back in the, on the 8th of May, going to the trouble. Yeah. For giving us three stars. Three, yeah. I so noticed that one. What's doing with that? Wafflers. That sometimes <laughs> yeah. talk tech. He hasn't. You can't, you can't please all the people. He hasn't all got the time. past the pre-show. I think. Oh, right. um, okay. Anyway, there, there, there's others, but um, we're sorry. I, I do like this one. This <laughs> sorry, not sorry. But uh, it's it's okay. Go um, says honest reviews and feedback. Finding yeah. it harder and harder online to find some honest reviews. They either seem to be paid or st- say stuff that's not really useful. These guys, <laughs> talking about us, ah. give their honest, real-world usage of products, and sometimes. They're not pay for it. Sometimes. Oh, that means still five stars. It's <laughs> down to earth and a, funny. Great yeah, show. Good on you there. Appreciate your support. Backhanded compliment. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. Five Was it five stars? Oh, uh, yeah, five stars. Yeah, that's okay. Five, we'll, mate, five we'll stars. You can call we'll me fat and ugly. <laughs> I don't care, mate. I've got we'll mirrors. Take <laughs> we'll take it. We know what we look like. Yeah. We don't need you to remind oh, us. Oh, Trev, you're balding. Oh, uh, mate, I know. The hairdresser <laughs> every time brings out the mirror. And I'm like, dude, I don't need to see the back of my head. <laughs> and the last time I went, he pulls out the mirror. I go, mate, you know what? You know my you know, rule. I don't need to see the back of my head. And he, he goes like this. He taps me on the back. He goes, that? he goes, you don't want to see that. Oh. <laughs> and I went, oh yeah, thanks very oh, much. Man. Anyway, uh, this is two blokes talking tech. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Wonderful to have your company here on uh, Two Blokes Talking Tech. Episode 438. Thanks to the good people at Uniden and Netgear. And we'll tell you all about them shortly. And you can support them when you go to the shops next. Stephen uh, uh, Formal, uh, good day to you. And to you too, very formal greeting there. And thank you for journeying all the way to, over to... I didn't find it to be a very long distance at all. There you go, mate. You must have been driving fast. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> I love Star Wars. Drink. Drink. No, no, I've got to say. Ah, yeah. okay. No, actually, it probably doesn't work. No, no, you did bring up the distance. Um, yep. Anyway, no, it's it's great to be back. Great, great to, to be here. Company. And we've got the footy on on the big screen too, just, it, just in the background. I'm just worried it could be distracting. But no, we'll mate. soon... No, mate. We'll soon find out. But the eels are on the burst. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, if I knew who the players were, it, it would yeah. be more interesting to me. That's my problem with listening to the radio. Yeah, they call players, and there was and a try scored. Yeah. There was a try scored. I had to wait until it was converted for Dan Ganey to say Parramatta twelve, Bronco six, and I went, "Oh, it was the Parramatta." Good. Okay, right. Because right. I don't know the players, mate. Peter <laughs> Sterling is not playing, so <laughs> I've got no been, idea. That's only been twenty years. It's since not he Kenny. It's not Sterling. I've yeah, got nothing. Geez, so it's been a while since you watched the game. Man, these blokes, that. I've got nothing. I don't yeah. know who they are. Are they good? Good. They're actually playing pretty well. Anyway, so we're not here to talk footy, Trev. That's a whole other podcast. Let's talk super fast internet. Um, oh, yeah. The NBN have released new wholesale plans, which interestingly um, 
Aussie Broadband is the only one who've come out and said, right, yeah, yeah. we're switching them on. Well, it goes official Friday this week. So we're recording Thursday. So tomorrow mm. is, is officially NBN are offering it. And so here's how it works. You, you know that originally NBN went with this nomenclature where they said they had a 12 plan, a 25 plan, a 50 plan, and a 100 plan. Yep. Then they kind of refined it because there was all the drama with actual speeds and things. And they just said they're kind of, you know, good, better, and best, and fast, and whatever. Yep. So now... Forget the, the lower ones, the 25s and the 50s. Now, the top end are called Home Fast, Home Super Fast, and Home Ultra Fast. Home Bloody Fast. Yes. So, Home Fast is 100 megabits. Yep. Okay? Um, 100 megabit, 100 slash 20. It's 100 megabits, 20 upload, which is slower uploads than what we currently have yeah, I've got on 40. the current 100 plan. Okay, right, it's a right. different plan. Okay. Um, home Super Fast is 250 meg down. 25 up. up. 25 up. Correct. Okay. Home ultra fast is download speeds of 500 up to 1,000. Okay. So that, you know, it's, it's going to be somewhere there. And upload speeds of 50. 50. Because they were saying that there's no, there's been no test of average evening speed. So they this, can't, it could be, it's going to be, it's going to be more than 500. Yeah. Surely. I mean, look, Phil Britt from Aussie Broadband. You know, came out of the box and announced this. I thought it was very smart, um, but he basically said, "Look, we're happy to sign people up, but we yeah. we can't tell you what you're going to get yet. We literally don't know." Yeah. And and what they're saying there is that, look, it could be that the network in different areas can really only handle 625, yeah. uh, and when it gets to your home, it's 622. But we don't know, and the, and obviously they'll publish that as soon as they know. But what I found interesting was the price. Like it's yeah. ridiculously it? cheap. One one four nine. Yeah, it's it's like a, is that the retail price or is that no, the, is that the that's the consumer the, price? That's what customers pay. Yeah, so uh, it's pretty good. Eh? The the effective wholesale rate uh. is eighty dollars a month. So it's okay. eighty dollars a month. The NBN gets out of whatever. Out if of the if you choose the one gigabyte plan, yep, gigabit, um, gigabit per second, you you're you're paying eighty bucks to the NBN, and the rest is going to the telco for their. You know, their okay. connectivity, a lot of lot of issues, and they've got to pay for um, the bandwidth and different things as well. Yeah, but not not everyone can get it, though, can they? No, and you this need is fibre to the premises and also or HFC. That's right. Which so I, I have neither. Let's just talk about the the ultra fast, the gigabit plan, right? Yes. Um, like who, initially, who, who's going to want? It's this? only seven percent of the HFC footprint, which is the which the is, pay TV. What, is that what you've got? Which, I, which is what I've got, but it's not at my freaking house. HFC. No. Oh, you don't yeah, have it. Yeah, I've got HFC, but I'm not part of the seven percent. Ah, they haven't upgraded my area yet because they and need to upgrade the 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 technology in the area yeah, to right. the latest DOCSIS. And if you're a fibre to, fiber the, to premises, the premises, sorted, you're good to go. Yep. Um, so basically, eighteen okay. percent of premises, approximately two point one million premises, can already connect to the gigabit plan. Wow, it's pretty good. And 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 it's like I was thinking, wow, this is really good, but. How many, I'm going to quote a movie quote here. See if you can guess the movie, right? It's not Star Wars. The question, the quote is, how many yachts can you water ski behind? Like Wolf of Wall Street? Close. Wall Street. It's oh, the Oliver Stone movie. No, Charlie no. Sheen says that to Gordon Gecko because he just wants to... He goes, well, why do you want to wreck this company? Because it's wreckable, all right? How many yachts oh, can you water I've ski never, behind? Oh, how no. much speed do you need? Do you need a thousand megabits per second? So, well, what's interesting to me is I chose the one hundred slash forty plan yeah. for the forty. Yeah, same. I, right. I I find that useful too for the upload. Yeah. So I'm looking at this going. It's my best chance of getting more upload is the fifty. So what is that? It's, fit, it's, it's ten extra. I know, but that make two minutes but difference. I think, to I think a lot of a lot, a lot of readers I speak to they don't really pay much attention to the upload, and, I know. and a lot of them are under the impression that they don't use it. <laughs> Little do they know that whenever they're remotely looking at their security camera or you know, perhaps using one of their smart devices remotely, that's... Or sending quite, a big photo yeah, or, or video. Or uploading a podcast or video, that's upload. But, but they don't right. realise that. Let's say it comes in at 823 as the peak evening oh, speed, wow. right? Yeah, that's pretty good. Mate, here's the problem. Call, call here's what most people don't understand. Well, you know what? Let's talk about Call of Duty. Yeah. Let's talk about the updates because um, the NBN was saying to me their two biggest days in the last two weeks have been a Fortnite update and a Call, yeah, of, Call of Duty update, update right? Yeah. When those things happen, yeah. thousands and thousands of homes in Australia suddenly go, right, boom, and I'm going to download yeah. 70 gigabytes of uh, stuff, it's a shocker. right? You know what? Whenever that happens, you can't play. It's gone. You, that, that night, is you've got to cross but it off. I would challenge everyone to look at their Xbox or PlayStation when, when they're doing an update and go, right, yeah, so I've got 98 meg 
internet, what's it coming down at? It's coming down at 40, maybe 20. Like, you, you, you never get, because yeah. the pipe, that 98, or in this case, that 800, let's call it, is between you and the NBN. Yep. Once you get outside the NBN, you're dealing with potentially overseas links. You're dealing with Microsoft or Call of Duty or Activision yeah. servers. Well, it is. It's coming from the servers, yeah. And, and one server has so much capacity out of it, if there's 10,000 people hitting yeah. it, it can't pump them all out at the same speed. So actually, some of the biggest things mm. can't take advantage of the, the well, that, that enormous speed. That makes sense because the, the, the uploads... Well, the updates aren't normally, like you mentioned, 70 gig. They're not normally, they're normally like 20, 25 gig, which they're, normal, which, they're massive. which shouldn't take that long. But they, they do take longer because they're probably getting drip fed out of their server. Well, I, I always look the at the US Xbox and it says, you know, coming down at, you know, it's a kind of real time yeah. kilobits per second. And you go, that's nothing like what I've got on my internet. Because it's the same as if you go to techguide.com.au. And, you know, it comes up. Yeah. And then you go to techguide.kazakhstan, it's <laughs> it's going to be slower because yeah. you're actually going through a whole bunch of other networks and the poor bloke in Kazakhstan's just got a computer in a rack connected to ADSL and that's how he's serving his website visitors. I'm big in Kazakhstan. Mate, no, I'm talking about the, your rival. <laughs> okay. He's got the <laughs> trademark in Kazakhstan. Okay. <laughs> he's pinched my you logo. Know, I'll give you an example. When yeah. I first moved uh, to... Th- I'm trying to think. I'm going to say... Just say early 2000s. So before Jacko was born, yeah, 2002, 2003, something like that. Where, where you were in... When, were when you Amanda and I moved... You know what? No, you know what? It'll be 2004, five when we when we kind of just married and, and getting getting together with yeah. the whole house and okay. thinking about kids stuff. Yep. So I had, for years, I had my own servers. Okay. Computers that ran my websites. They ran all this DNS. Yeah. I had some crazy nerdy shit going on, right? Okay. And they ran at different places. I had them when I moved back from Perth. They were at Two GB. I had a a little little office in the PAVX room rack. and had a rack. And did they say to you, "Nice rack"? Yeah, mate, absolutely. <laughs> and so I, what I did was I got an um, I got a connection at at home, which was was it just a phone line connection or was it ISDN? I don't know what it was, but it was you know five hundred. It was asynchronous, asynchronous. So it was like five hundred slash five hundred. But it wasn't that wasn't you know megabits per second. This yeah. was super slow, right? Yeah. But basically, my websites or whatever it was I was running back then, yeah. anyone that accesses was coming into my house basically. So that little link from my yeah. house to the outside world was the final bottleneck. And mate, uh. if you access that computer, it's slow. Yeah. If you access news.com.au, it's fast. The internet is not all the same. So having yeah. a gigabit. Is I don't know how many is enough. Like, but but in the case of let's use Netflix as the example. Yeah, they've got it sorted though. Mm-hmm. They've got like have they 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 have servers here in Australia. Yep. Yep. So they've they've kind of streamlined it. Absolutely. So you'd want to think that. But mate, you the can speed only you buy would would work. But well, is Netflix going to well. be offering a higher? Like you always talk about how streaming 4K is not as good as yeah. Blu-ray 4K. Yeah. Um. So but if at Blu-ray, that speed, but if Blu-ray 4K was available, like if you were able to pay. Yep. Thirty-five dollars a month for Netflix and get what? What disc, would the bitrate be? Like quality, like thirty-six, you know bit, thirty-six k. So thirty-six, like it'd be like thirty-six to forty kilobits or something. Right. That, that's 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 disc quality. At the moment, with your stream, it's about it's in the single figures. Because at this point, when you when you watch four K, you get about it takes about seven meg. Yeah. And and that's that's the pair down. It used to be about fourteen. So I'm yeah. tipping it's like you know twenty or thirty I'd pay meg extra to get the better quality. It would. And they'd have, but there'd, there'd be requirements. Obviously, I have to have a super fast connection. Yeah. And but but you look but look let's look forward. Let's look to eight K. Yeah. Eventually, like let's say Netflix twenty twenty eight. Hey, we've got we've got everyone's got eight K TVs by then. Yeah. We're saying okay. Well, the the here's Star Wars being released for the first time in eight K. Beauty. Yeah. I'm going to watch that. So they, that that's when that speed would come into play. When every every every. Everyone wants to access 8K at the same time, which is four times the capacity of 4K. The the real kicker here, though, is the price. Yeah. I mean, for 150 bucks, so I'm paying 99 at the moment. For $50 more, I'm yeah. getting effectively 10 times the speed download. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, first thing I did when I saw that story, I wrote it on Tech Guide as you did. You rewrote it on Tim. No. Well, I've written it. First thing I did, check the Optus website oh. to see if I could get it for myself. Mate. But they'll probably it's not offered officially till tomorrow, and Aussie Broadband have jumped the gun. So Optus, if they do offer it, I would seriously think about it. But 
I can't get it because fibre to the curb, I won't be able to get it, would I? I, I would argue that fibre to the curb will soon get, at the very least, home super fast. Like 250. The 250. Yeah, I'd take because that. Because we know, we know it's copper. There's, there's you know, 20 metres of copper here. Not even. I've got 10 metres of copper from there to there to that point right there. See in the corner? It's, it's not far. Not even right. that. It's 8 metres. But, you know, you're not going to be able to get what a fibre gets. I offered the question a, I, is I how tried much? to offer the bloke when he was doing the connection. I said, mate, oh, there's 200 in a fibre. Just you, run a bit of fibre. Have you rung and asked for a quote? I haven't, but it'll cost thousands to do it. How do you know? I think it co- it costs just to ask. For you to ask, it's like eight hundred bucks just to just to apply for it. I'll tell you right now. Yeah. If I'm living here, yeah. I'm asking the question. Yeah. Because I I would argue that given you know a the the thousand would be almost a thousand and fibre there'd be very little degradation. Yep. And I think I hope they offer a faster upload. I don't quite understand. Someone nerdy than me would need to understand and explain to me why. They can't make it a one thousand slash one hundred. Yeah, I know. I mean, are they worried? Is it is it because they're worried about people running servers and peer ne- networking and stuff on a residential plan? I, I don't, don't know. know. No idea. But, but are there? But having said that, though, are there business plans that offer that that sort of don't upload? Know. And they, but they there are there are going to be business they, plans. They wouldn't be ones. anywhere near the price of these. I think that's the point. Yeah, right? yeah they'd be way more expensive. But anyway, I I would pay. I'd yeah. be happy to pay four hundred for for a quote. And I would personally be happy to pay, thinking about what it is, I'd be happy to pay three grand. Three, you'd pay three thousand for that little bit there, really. Yeah, but it's not just that little bit. They've got to put something in the in the curb to make. Do you reckon it costs that much? Three k. I don't think it costs that much. Wow, really, mate? About, I think you'd be surprised. How about if I buy the fibre and they do it for me? How about you just <laughs> get a quote? Yeah, but you got it. But uh, there is a fee just to ask. It's isn't a there? massive. I think yeah. it's a great opportunity story, Stephen. Yeah, because and it's not far. Honestly, literally the corner. So that where you're looking there, right in the corner. Yeah, that's the corner of my house, mm. and and it's. I reckon it's probably would be eight meters max. There are to the to the one point three million homes, fibre to the curb, ready to be activated, uh, or or activated. Mate, that's a lot of people who. If only 2% of those people were interested in what you're doing, it's good clickbait traffic, mate. Trying to help out. Yeah. They're a very worthy investment. Yeah. Anyway. I'm, no, I have thought of it, but I, I've just heard all the horror stories, though. Like, there are the cases I've heard where um, so someone, a reader of mine, contacted me saying, look, I've sub- subdivided my home, my block, <coughs> and they've built a second house on the block. Yeah. And the second house, because the first house has only got the copper connection, Hmm. that Telstra put in years ago, the second house has nothing. There's no connection to the NBN from the second house. So for them to go the 25 metres to the pit, he says it was going to cost like upwards of $10,000, this person. So you look on the NBN website, are you? No, I was just trying to think who I could ask. This from hour. the NBN, yeah, yeah, about what that. Well, what let's that follow us. up. We'll follow up and we'll follow up. Part two next week. All right, about, but um, you know what? Before we wrap up this yep. segment, though, just on the subject of fast. How internet, did I miss a try? By the way, it's sixteen six. Yeah, they did score. Jesus. Just, I, I just want to just on the subject of fast internet. Did you see that story about the Monash University researchers? Yeah, achieving the wor- world's fastest internet speed. Yeah, from a single optical chip. Yeah, and. The the speed was forty four point two terabits per second, which is fast enough to download a thousand high definition movies in one second. Uh, this is how you're not selling it to me. I mean, who no, but hates ha- it? No, hang on a moment. But the good news is though that this technology can be used. Can the NBN because it needs fiber and the NBN has a fiber backbone? They can integrate this technology into the NBN eventually. Mm. So imagine that. And I think the reason... A thousand, they were saying a thousand. The reason I shouldn't uh, you know, downgrade that that as a story is because you know, we invented Wi-Fi. I wonder exactly. If we, I wonder if we would have thought that's Wi-Fi what I, was that's that what I linked when it they to. told us about it. It's good, it was good radio talk, that, that story, with the, very, the world record. And I just said, look, you know, this is another Aussie innovation, just like Wi-Fi was. And they go, what? And not a, people don't realise that we invented Australians invented Wi-Fi, CSIRO yeah. invented Wi-Fi. So uh, look, that's that's pretty good. You got that sort of speed in the back pocket, forty-four point two terabits per second. I wonder what Aussie Broadband would call that plan, the super effing fast plan. I um I personally Tara's in again. I'm personally very very happy with a hundred. So who are you with on your place? Aussie Broadband. Okay, there you go. 
Mate, I'm an Aussie broadband at, you at, at the rates, office mate, and at home. You're, no? they, mate, mate's I pay rates. $100 at home and 119 at the office because I've got a VoIP line at the office. There you go. A VoIP line for radio. Well, you know, Your I don't radio. use it. I should cancel it. I don't use it. Yeah. No, you know the reason I... I the VoIP line comes with a static IP address. Right. And I have a static IP address so that I can manage the website. So if it's static, does your hair stand up then? Yep. If it's static? Yep. You <laughs> idiot. It's the same number all the time. Uh, details at techguide.com.au. Well, we, we did allude to the fact that uh, there was a new streaming service allegedly called Binge about to be launched, and guess what? We were right. <laughs> and uh, officially on... Well, in fact, the minute we stopped recording episode 437, we actually sat in on a briefing and it was all official and all the content was announced and the service was officially called Oh, that's right. It was the other way around, wasn't it? Binge, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we recorded first and then we did... We yeah. wrote, we had written our stories about the, the speculation and Patrick Delaney put out a... a a, uh, a statement and they made it official Friday and then a Saturday I think was the day when the embargo lifted on the story and here we have yet another streaming service to join the very very crowded market already and so far I'm hearing I spoke to them spoke to someone from Binge today and they're saying that they've had massive sign-ups it's been huge success SEO searches are doing crazy and they're there it, it's on track it's exceeded their expectations so they're saying that the the idea of binge is not to be like everyone else. Mm-hmm. They're trying to trying to differentiate themselves, not only just on the content, but just how they handle being able to l- allow viewers to scroll less, watch more, be surprised by things, enjoy various things, and and. I think a good example would be like they've got Game of Thrones, for example, right? Mm-hmm. And say you signed up and you thought, you know what, I've never seen Game of Thrones. I'm going to give it a crack. Yep. And they've got that. They've got such a depth, so much depth to the catalogue that there are shows, even shows that I'm thinking I've never seen, I've heard of, I've never seen, and they're the sort of shows where you're going to enjoy it for the first time. A couple of things. Um, you know, sign up was seamless. Uh, it was excellent. Uh, you know, KO integration means you can actually use your KO login. Um, yeah, which you already have, didn't you? Yeah, already, already just used that, so it knew who I was. Yeah, and when I opened it up, I and I actually said this to Julian Ogren, for the boss of Binge. I said, "Listen, uh, are you using anything you know about me from Ko?" Because when I opened it up, it said Chernobyl, Ballers, Sopranos, Seinfeld, Silicon Valley, Modern Family. These are all Kirby enthusiasm. These are all the shows I will watch. And I thought. Is that what everyone's getting? Are they all getting? Like, <laughs> I just don't know. Or was it because I chose The Rock as my avatar? Maybe. Who, have you Maybe. signed up? I've got it. No, I haven't done it yet. I just no. got my, my, my code yesterday. It's got a j- yeah. code. Come on, Stephen. <laughs> they sent it to me. I didn't ask for it. Shell out 14 bucks, it. mate. I will. They sent it to me already. Oh, it's I, only like a three-month one. I shelled out 14 bucks and uh, chose to be The Rock. Straight up, and I wonder whether that was why they, the other they recommended Ballers. Yeah. What are the other choices? Choice? It's an excellent Because uh, on Disney Plus, I'm Darth Vader on Disney Plus. My son's Kylo Ren. I'm, uh, I think I'm Woody from Toy Story. Woody. <laughs> Pretty sure. Um, <laughs> There's a snake in my boots. There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> How many times have you seen Toy Story, you reckon? Oh, pfft. I've seen Toy Story, I reckon, 900 times, I reckon. 900? It was when my kids were young, oh, when it was really? big. It was They were right into it, oh. and I remember watching it, you know, and I could, every minute, I can tell you what happened. Yeah, it did. I, I don't think I've said 900 times. I can't, oh, can't that, change my avatar. It's, I don't up, know how it's to. up there, yeah. So, so the thing about Binge, uh, you know, we've been talking about this all week on the radio and stuff, but I, I've described it as, you know, it's it's all of the great shows that Foxtel have. Yeah. And there are 2.3 2. million homes have Foxtel. That means there's like another 8 million homes that don't have Foxtel. Yeah. So they haven't seen Chernobyl. But they've got... But they don't know the yeah. boards exists. Well, that's true, because this is the only, in Australia, the only streaming service that has all these, like that's Game of Thrones is a classic example. Like where else? If you didn't have Foxtel before today, you had no way to watch Game of Thrones legally. Hmm. And same thing with Ballers, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Veep, Entourage, all these great shows. But while that's awesome, that catalogue, I reckon, though... I'm excited about their new stuff that's coming through Warner Brothers and HBO Max. They did a right. deal, didn't they? Fox has got a two-year deal with HBO See, Max now. You talk about those studios and stuff because that you understand that. Mm. I just think, like me, the average Joe doesn't know who the hell all those things are. They just know, yeah. go by show names and actors and stuff. Yeah, but like, like 
like showcase, I think, um, is on Stan. I think Stan's got rights to showcase shows, like Ray Donovan, Billions and all those. They're showcase. Yeah, I don't see them as shows. I just see them as shows. Yeah, I understand. But at the very start of the show, you look at what it says. Like at the start of Game of Thrones, it's got HBO. The start of Billions has got showcase. Yeah. And these are big deals that, that are the loyalties lie between the different streaming services that have the rights to that content. Just like there's a few double-ups. Like, you know that Seinfeld is on Stan mm. as well as Binge. Yes. West Wing is on Stan as well as coming up on Binge. Um, what, what I think Friends is on Stan also on Binge. Mm. Um, I understand that all of that stuff that Stan is going to lose so is coming to do Binge. You remember, do you remember yeah. I asked the question of Stan? And I looked back at that answer, and it says at launch, Stan, nothing changes for Stan. At launch, though. Yeah. Yeah. So how Down long? Down the track. How long can Stan sustain itself? Well, because that is the reason we keep Stan. I said this to you before. I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but it's because of that. In the background, Seinfeld can just be on the West yeah. Wing. There's so yep. many shows that we just have on. West Wing's a favourite of mine. I love West Wing. And, and I think what you'll find is Binge will run the West Wing closer to the US election. When the election, yeah, but like see, November. when you say when they run it, like just friggin' put it on now. Well, I don't know. Maybe then Stan has still like a little, a little bit of time see, on it. But see, this is the problem with Foxtel. But Seinfeld's on binge right now, isn't it? Correct. Okay. And it has it hasn't gone off. See, yeah. Foxtel do different deals, and this is the problem they've got that they need to move forward on. Back in, I'm going to say two years ago, they had Veep on Foxtel now, and then it disappeared. My wife's like, well, where's the, where'd it go? She'd only just started watching it. Veep's not on Foxtel now? No, no, it disappeared. Ah, right. It comes and goes. Yeah. So they have different windows of opportunity for these shows. Mm. So, you know, it's like Ray Donovan's a good example. Stan's got the back catalogue. Foxtel's yep. only got season seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, it's... it's uh but it's look. It's when when you when say you say you're new to streaming and like it's if you, you have to be living on the moon if you haven't heard about Netflix. Yeah, spot on. Like Netflix is still top of the heap, and I think leading the way. I reckon probably more so for the fact of all the new content that they're creating. Yeah, but like Netflix back catalogue is great, but it's it's not like. It's not like they had this massive catalogue of stuff that when it was first introduced in Australia. It wasn't like Game of Thrones quality. It was all this stuff that was just out there. Yeah. But I think it's only since Netflix has launched in Australia where we've had House of Cards and Ozark and all these great original made-for-Netflix shows. Yeah. That's the appeal of Netflix. I think the appeal of Binge is kind of the rewatchable back catalogue where there's all these guilty pleasures that are in the back catalogue that, you know, you know what it... You know, someone doesn't want to admit that they're a, they're a Friends fan or something like that yeah. or whatever, and they're, they're happy to be having that on in the background. And, and I think, too, the, one of the features, the, the whole the, the algorithm they use in trying to put, put the appropriate program for you to watch their algorithm, I like the fact you can choose by mood, by theme, by actor. So there's that, there's that as well. But yeah. I, I also like Surprise Me. That's, yeah. that's, I reckon that's a quirky little it's feature. Not, it's a great feature. Yeah. Has it got? Has it worked for you? Have you tried it? And you thought, well, then, and you liked what they suggested? No, you haven't. No, yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, I have. I've been having dramas with my iMac. It's. I'm going to watch it on my iMac when it's fixed. But uh, it's. Oh, look, I, I just think that they're trying to be different. It's. It's very hard to stand out, uh, in in out from the crowd when you're this new. The other thing too, the other challenge they've got is that where people are going to watch it. I know you can watch it on yeah. Android TVs. You can also watch it on if you've got an Apple TV or a Telstra TV. You're you're good to go. Yeah. Um. The you can also Chromecast it. You can also, um, how else can you watch it? Android TVs already mentioned. But once I think Samsung will probably be the first company. Samsung to have will it. definitely be the first. They'll go they, first because they've got KO already. They've got, like, it's just a rebrand of the, yeah. of the app. So right? I reckon that I think in in the sort of the whole. The whole prestige of being on a smart TV, they're lacking, obviously, so far. Like, Stan's on a TV. Yeah, mate. Oh. And, and Netflix is on the TV. Like, imagine having a button on the remote. That's pretty That's pretty prestigious, a isn't it? A button on the remote is a but, long way off ever coming for Of course, binge. of course. But the problem but Stan, is... Stan is going to have a button on Hisense TVs later that's, this year. Yeah, well, that's, that's a commercial this deal. Year. There's only yeah. so many buttons. In Australia, but, yeah, yeah. Mate, if, if Binge don't have Hisense and LG by September... You reckon that, that soon? You reckon? I think they've lost their mind. 
priority they gotta, was. You've got to work it hard. Oh, that has to be... That has to be their priority because yeah. there is just so like I look at our I got the high sense in the lounge room now and you go across the menu there it is you know stand like we're on stand and Netflix on the high sense yeah. because it's, it's just there, there. Yeah. but mate if like if it's if it's a it's a what's a friction point like if I said I haven't even told a man a binge exists <laughs> because she doesn't read EFTM no. Nah. Because she'd be like, "How do I watch it?" And I'd be like, "Okay, so it. she read about it on TikTok. You need to you need to open up the cabinet. You need to get the Apple TV remote and press menu to, to kind of power it on, and then you need to go to the source and choose Apple TV. Right? Good luck. Yeah. She's already said no. Stuff it. You lost me at go to the source. Yeah, exactly. Well, right? I, she's I remember, she's I, lost it at that. Well, point. I, I had so I got similar issues here with my wife. Okay, and um, I explained to her we had the little Foxtel, the, <laughs> the Foxtel Now box next yeah. to the TV, yes, which she was loving. Yes, and I said you gave that uh, to your old man, didn't you? I said uh, no, no. All oh, right. I said you know that the Foxtel now Foxtel's actually on the TV now. We've got the <laughs> LG TV. She goes, "What do you mean?" I said, "Well, you just you know how you go to Netflix on the TV. You can now just go to Foxtel on the TV." And she went, "Oh." She kept using the Foxtel now box still for three months later, <laughs> just force of habit. And now she's she's, she's just, finally she just it. uses the. Because I said to her, I said, look, you, you, we've already got it down here on the LG OLED we've got downstairs here. That's our lounge room TV. And I said, I'll take that Foxtel Now box and I'll take it upstairs to the bedroom. And you can have yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. We've got a Samsung, an old Samsung up in the bedroom, an old Samsung old, TV. Oh, what is it, 2017? Like, no, no, it's like, <laughs> no, it's older than that. But that's no, still a good TV, but doesn't have Netflix on it. Or, or Fox doesn't have, it's not a, it's a smart TV, but an early smart yeah, TV. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I'm thinking, we, I said, I can hook that up for you in the bedroom. She goes, Really? I can watch Fox still in the bedroom. I said, yeah, I can do it for you. So that's that's what we're doing. So she watches Fox still by herself in the bedroom. So many things I want to say. <laughs> what are you going to say? Fox, the, the bedroom no, no, bedroom's for sleeping, not for I'm, watching TV? No, I'm just glad you're pleasing. Do you have your, a TV? I'm just glad you're pleasing your wife that, in that, the bedroom. That's my life objective. Isn't that your life objective? To make sure you're wife, pleasing your wife in the bedroom. <laughs> I just got that then. Good on you, mate. <laughs> are, you not, are you not pleasing your wife in the bedroom, Trev? No. Okay. You don't offer we to make her a cup of tea or we, something? Bring up an orange juice or something? If for I her brought or? a cup of orange juice, tea, anything, go, in, she'd what, lose what do it. you want? What's that doing in here? <laughs> really? Why'd you bring a drink upstairs? Oh, no. No, mate. No, too much. Do you have a TV in your bedroom? Yeah, we do. Do you watch it? Now and then, when, when, like, when the kids are in the shower, I'll put. Uh, current affair on or something. Yeah, it's got Chromecast on it, so we. She you know, like if a man is sick in, in bed, she knows how to Chromecast to the TV in okay, the bed. Right, she's smart woman. Okay. She knows how to Chromecast. Do okay? you? Do you? Um, and this might sound like a personal question. But <laughs> <laughs> do you? Do you guys go to bed at the same time? Nah. Yeah, me neither. My wife goes to bed before me every night. Yeah, yeah. most most nights. Yeah. No, um, so she's in, she's upstairs before you. If I'm required, she'll send a text. Yeah, right. <laughs> required to bring her up a, a snack. Yeah, or like or? if the TV's broken <laughs> or something. You know? If you're if you're required, is <laughs> do you ever get the text? Get your ass up here. Text is that? <laughs> Mate, they're they're rare, but they're good. Those texts, they're very good. <laughs> Get your ass up here and fix this friggin' Foxtel well, Now box. What are we box. talking about? Fix Foxtel Now up for me. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> it was binge. It was binge. What at the, the hell's that? That's Dio. Oh, you noticed, Trevor? That's Dio from Rise of Skywalker, the new robot. Why is there another new robot? Is it? Uh, it was in the Rise of Skywalker. By the way, Skywalker. people, we're talking about a weird object that looks yeah. like it was made out of rubbish. It's like a unicycle. Like um, a unicycle. He's sitting here wheel. in the Tech Guide Theatre next to BB-8. Is it remote control? Yes. Is that what that thing behind yes, it is? Yes, it is. I'll show it to you later. I think it's easily the ho- most horrible thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> really? I've not seen the movie, so... So there you go. Haven't you seen it yet, the new one? Do you want to put it on right now? Nah. I'll watch it right it's now. Paramount are thrashing yeah. the Broncos. Paramount are smashing it, mate. I, I, I'm still two movies behind you, really. <coughs> okay. Yeah. Well, you never watched Last Jedi either? No. I reckon there's a Star Wars marathon in our future. Dead set. I'd strap you in that chair. Otherwise known as a good in, nap for me. Strap you in. Be like Clockwork Orange. Have your eyes, eyeballs forced open like that. I could still sleep, I reckon. <laughs> Do you know that reference, mate, to the no. movie, The Clockwork Orange? No. Jack Nicholson? Yeah. Is that his name? No, no. no. Clockwork Orange was uh, Malcolm um, McDowell. Stanley Kubrick film. 
Um, yeah, who's the, ultraviolet, who's the, the Shining. You're thinking of the Shining. Oh, Shining. Okay. Yeah, that's a horror movie based on the Stephen <coughs> King novel. No. Also directed by Stanley Kubrick. But you got the right director. <sighs> well, that's impressive. You got the right director. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> good work. You sure you're not into your movies? I'm really excited when Dad says I did good on the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. You, well, you go. You're in the same ballpark, Stanley Kubrick. I'm impressed. <laughs> we've got a real problem, Stephen, with this show. Okay, we've got to start to attack <laughs> it, Damien. Forty minutes in, <laughs> and we haven't got to the first break. Okay, well that's time. How about we take the break right now? And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, and they are the people that power the connectivity of your home. Uh, no matter how many devices you've got, they're all connecting to that one internet pipe coming into your house. And if you're paying for 100 meg speed and you're getting 20 at the TV, it's because your Wi-Fi network is rubbish. Uh, that modem that the internet provider gave you, rubbish. But it's good at getting the internet into the house. But what it's not good at is spreading the internet through the house with a Wi-Fi network. Can you say rubbish one more time? Rubbish. Uh, Netgear Orbi is the solution and uh, never had anyone not think it uh, did wonders for their internet. Netgear Orbi creates a dome of Wi-Fi across and throughout your entire home, giving you the speed you're paying for at every point of the home without changing that modem. You just plug the Orbi into it. You can find out more details at netgear.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. I will say, having bagged how long we've spent on all that stuff, uh, the rest... We can, we can smash through this. Yeah, the rest yeah. is... is, is so the, the, we've said that before, but... <coughs> yeah. Sony uh, this week uh, revealed a brand new camera, and I'd say brand new on, on every level. Because Big fan. often you yep. get the like the, the RX-10 that I use, there's the RX-10 3 and RX-10 4. You've got yeah. Canon G7X Mark 1, 2 and 3. You've got the uh, RX-100, you know, yeah. great camera from Sony up to Mark 6, I think it is, or 5. But it, you know, there's evolutions. This is brand new. It's a cracker. Yeah? Yeah. The ZV-1 is a cracker and it is aimed 100% at the Canon G7X Mark 3 and the vlogging community. Do you remember, do you remember when the bow there, GoPro announced the Hero 8 with the media mod and it was all about the vlogging community? Mate, they won't sell another one of those because the ZV-1 is yeah. better than it. It's better than the Canon. Yeah. And it just mate, it just works. Out of the box, there's so many little things this camera does. The The screen folds out to the side, which I don't personally like. Well, I like it because folding out from the top, which the old one, well, there's the RX, yep. you can't put a micro a, a separate shoe so in the shoe. So my answer to that microphone. is you, you still can, and it just blocks a lot of the vision, but you shouldn't actually be looking at the vision. It's just for quick framing. Just for framing. Anyway, so if this is, don't forget, this is for vloggers and yeah, yeah. people like that. It's it's a minor thing, but it's, it's for a lot of people, it's I a, it's that's a big a good win. Feature. Um, the it has a, a shoe, so you can put a, a, a an external yeah. three point five millimeter microphone because it has a three point five millimeter yeah, microphone. A little shotgun there. mic in there. You can put a shotgun there. You can put a, a wireless go or something like that. You can put a, a light on there if you wanted to. Although the the um, the the built in mic on the camera is it's like a three capsule mic, it, and, so a, and it's like a front facing. So even in like I've seen some tests on YouTube. Some some vloggers have had it already. And it's remarkable in the wind. It's so clear. There's no, so the no reason noise. it's remarkable in the wind is because it's got a it's got a, a windsock Lean built sock, in, yeah, yeah. It, which goes. No, there, there's another one you put on, on as well. Yeah. It's, no, no, it slides on the hot shoe on uh. the shoe. So the the sock slides on the shoe and covers the microphone, which is on top. It's right. fantastic. Smart. But here's Sounds the thing. Great. I'm telling you, the mic's good. But when I I was testing it the, on Monday, Tuesday, anyway, whatever day, and it's good when you are properly vlogging. Right, mm-hmm. like it's right, you know, a meter from your face, but any further away, it's 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 yeah, it pretty rubbish. Yeah, like yeah. it's, but it's but it's if it's a meter from your face, that's kind of the that's the ninety five percent of the people who use it like that. Do yeah. you know what I found most staggering was standing in in the office talking about it, it was good, but I, I was walking through the streets of Parramatta, and you know, cars stuff driving past. The, it was actually better when there was background noise. Mm. Like it was excellent, like that a really good. really good microphone. But then two other features which just are just unprecedented. Bokeh mode with a with yes. the press of a button. How it sort of blurs the background straight and, up. And you know, blurred. It just adds a huge level of blur to the background. It, yeah. it basically just it says like, oh let's just change the F stop essentially in, in a yeah. manual mode style. And it works well. It's very good. So it gives um, you that depth of feel look, eh? And then nice. and then there's a product focus button as well. That is amazing. How quick does it focus? Mate, oh, I'm sitting It's oh, instant. I, you put something in front of it, hold it out, and, and then you put put it down, it back on your face. Yeah. And the Canon G7X. No way. Rubbish at focus. Yeah. Anyone that's but watched Sony, our CES vlogs knows yeah. focus is not Canon's strong point. The um 
I've got a couple of Sony cameras here. I've got this A6400, and that, that's got really good focus as well. Yeah. This is better for like in terms of that, that feature. But the, for the focus on the Sony cameras seem to be superior, I think. There, there's uh, no the, doubt. Every, like I watched a couple of other people's reviews, and it was, it was very clear that... All they yeah. said was it's Sony focused. That's how good it is, right? Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, there's nothing there's nothing bad about this camera in terms of focus. Oh, mate, 4K I'll, as well. Shoots 4K. Shoots up to 4K. up to 30 frames a second. Super lightweight. It is though 1299 dollars. Yeah, which is more expensive than the Canon G7X. What's the G7X? 999. I feel like it's 999. Yeah. yeah. Now and then there's an accessory which is the like the shooting grip. Which is a handheld thing. Which I've got that. I've got that with my A6400. Yeah, that's really a, good. It's a good little so bit of it's, kit. So it's not only is like it's a tripod. It's also a grip, but it's also got Bluetooth. There's Bluetooth, so you can have that's the camera it and and it, and you can actually remotely hit the hit, hit record and hit hit like, take your photos and stuff. It's really cool. That's it's smart that they u- utilize that in the range. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it works with the 6400. I think it even works with the Alpha, the Alpha Sony Alpha cameras. Right. So it's uh, that's smart. Vol- it's it's it it's pointed towards you. So when you're holding it, yeah, it's, yeah. so it's angled. It's, it's angled. You can change the angle, but it's yeah. That's typically you hold it, and it sort of arcs up towards your face. Here's yeah. the other last thing I'd say about it is it will record in Instagram Story mode. Yeah, that's smart. So I you turn it sideways. I yeah. accidentally. I didn't know I did it, but as I hit record, the gyroscope was obviously in the other other direction. So it it recorded in portrait mode. Yeah, and I imported so into the timeline and went, ah, oh, crap. And then I just twisted it. It was fine. I just twisted it in the timeline. Yeah. So you just rotate the, the image. Yeah, yeah. No problem at all. But in terms of getting a piece of content, because you can just uh, Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi to your phone. Yeah, yeah. Mate, you can smart. shoot a really very high cool quality. vlog. Yeah. And use the bokeh, use smart the wireless move. mic, do all those things, and then import it into... And so they've uh, got, on the side here, they've got the mic. They've got, is that a mini, a yeah, micro HDMI? USB. No, it's micro it's, sorry, HDMI. It's micro, micro USB. And, and USB. Micro USB. Micro USB in the bottom one is, is micro HDMI. Right, and then micro USB, mm. which charges it. I was a bit disappointed. It doesn't wasn't come. USB-C. Doesn't come with its own little battery charger, does it? You got to charge yeah. that through the camera over yeah. the USB. Which I do anyway with the Sony micro USB. But just it, but you don't. You can't see at a glance if it's charged. Yeah, you can. Oh, if it's charged. Yeah, yeah. If it's, you can see it's charging. The lights yeah, on. Yeah, the little. You just don't know the level of charge. That's you got. the other thing on the front. There's a little little red light that says you're recording. It's a tally light. Yeah, the key. That's, that's so, smart as so well. So, yeah, yeah. again, vlogging, you don't know. Unless you're looking yeah. at the screen, you don't know it's recording. Yeah, it's Boom. smart. Smart. It's recording. But if you've got the, if you've got the screen p- upwards, you'll be able to see that it's recording. Did we missed full time. Was, was, they smashed it, obviously. Yeah, they, they won okay. easy, mate. But uh, um, look, it's got the yeah 4K, the 3.5mm microphone input, which is very good. Uh, they've also got super slow motion. Yep. You can record at 960 frames per second. That's amazing. <laughs> that's great. That's really good. Imagine the fun you could have with that. That's awesome. It's it requires you to have the the best bloody memory card, and uh, it's also just not like using a smartphone. So it's, it's very a hard to normal use. SD card. Yeah. So you've got to have like a class ten. It's got to be like class proper, everything. Yes. Proper pro level, like what is a high high read rate. Yeah. Read write rate. It's got to be have a very high high read read rate. Thirty four yeah. six the eels. Well done. Um, anyway, details of the ZV one are at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Well, there's a new Arlo, there's a new Arlo Pro 3 camera and it's got a floodlight attached. Very smart. Did you see this at CES? Remember yes. early in the year? Yeah. I think it won a design, won an award, an innovation award. Everything early this year. I've given <laughs> up on those. Don't they? I mean, there's hundreds. Yeah, of there's a lot. They, they, they hand them out at the door, I think. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, this is worthy winner though because the uh, Arlo Pro 3 floodlight camera, it's the first wire-free floodlight camera. This is why I'm annoyed by the awards because things like this deserve it Like yeah. t- on two fronts. Yep. Um, firstly, in terms of actual design, it's a very nice design it's floodlight. It's slick looking design. You've never yeah, seen yeah. anything like it. Yeah. But secondly, the, it's in, from an uh, engineering design perspective, they've gone, right, Just let's just use our... Pro Three camera and add to it yes. rather than making it something obscure oh, yeah. they and they never had, they didn't have to reinvent the wheel here <laughs> no. they just had to add the had the floodlight which is actually very smartly arranged around it's the same sort of oval shape you get from the Pro camera that's right and the floodlights on the outside but let me tell you have you set yours up yet yeah don't do it at a hundred percent you'll blind your visitors yeah. it's so it's bright it's bright it's very bright so uh, I, I was giving a test out earlier. And I can, I've got it facing out from my front porch. Yep. So I can, it lights up my whole driveway. I've got a pretty long driveway. I can light the whole thing up. 
I could put a show on out there. That's all, how bright it is. All 2.1 kilometres of your big driveway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not quite that Which long. Which earlier yeah. in the show we said was eight metres. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, that, no, but this corner here is shorter than there. Oh, like it's sure. on a, you get my point. My, the, my front not, fence is on an angle. It's not yeah. two kilometres. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite. Not quite that far. But uh, this is a, a pretty cool camera. Very easy to install too. I'm going to actually put the solar panel, I'm going to put that up around the corner, mm. sort of facing... More towards the sun. Yep. So I'm gonna do. That's my next project. So I'm gonna attach the solar panel to it. It's got it's got the big longer battery. You know the normal small batteries in the Arlos. Yeah. It's got the longer battery, but it still fits in the battery charger. Yes. Which is very handy. Yep. Two uh, K resolution. So it, again, basically the Arlo it's, it's, Pro it's Three a, camera. It's a, it's, a, it's a, an absolute Pro Three camera yeah. just with a light around it. And what's interesting is at four forty nine, which is the price you'll get at JB Hi-Fi. Yep. It's only thirty dollars more expensive than the Pro Three camera. Yeah. So to have so to, to add let it, there be light to it's add not it to much your more. system, yeah, it, it's just the price of another camera with an extra light. Like it's great value. Plus, this one works without the base station. Yes, it does. Yeah, although it detected mine, it said, "Oh, you, you've got a base station. Yeah, you? let's connect it." And but now you're right. If there's no base station, it'll just run solo. Right? It'll run on its own. That's right. And uh, so that's that's pretty clever. 2K video with HDR. Very important the HDR. So live or recorded video, you can see. Uh, a little bit clearer. Colour night vision, which is always handy to see. So you can give the pictures of your burglars to the police. And, yeah. the, and so if they're wearing a red top, it's a, it actually looks like a red top. And I think the great thing is, and a shout-out to Brad and Lambro from Arlo in Australia, good people, good long-time man. supporters of the two blokes. Um, and, yeah, top-line top, top line listeners of the show too. And and critically, perfect timing. This has actually worked out pretty well, yeah. given the, the drama that we've been through in the world. We're about to embark on, you know, weekends away and, you know, all that kind of exactly stuff. Exactly so right. Now's the time to go, oh, hang on a minute, should we rack up some uh, some security gear? Yeah, so beef up your security, I think no doubt. it's an interesting one, uh, if we look at it, the, the two blokes, great sponsors, um, uh, Uniden the other, is the other one that can benefit from, you know, us going yes. away because we're, we're, we're buying dash cams. You're going to go away Absolutely. for a weekend, you're going to go away for a week, wherever you're going, you need security at your home and that's why the Arlo range is great. And this... I mean, it won't be available. It's, it's kind of on pre-order at the moment. I, I think, think it's available from it up. next week, is it? Yeah, you should early, pick it up. So that's early June. They're just saying yeah. early June, but, yeah. you know, obviously it depends when it drops in stores and stuff. And but when you go there, tell them the two blokes sent you. Yeah. Well. And when you the bloke at JB know. says, who the hell are you talking about? <laughs> two what? You say, you're a disgrace. <laughs> you are a disgrace yeah. for not knowing that. <laughs> but, yeah, shout out to Lambro and Brad. They're uh, fans of the show and, and been great supporters good for a price. long time. Four forty nine. Yeah, that, that's really good. I, I uh, no hesitation putting this one up. It, it complements my other Arlo cameras, by the way. I've got a few yeah. in the house. A few. It's, uh, Man, I have to scroll yeah. four times to look through them. All. <laughs> oh my God, is that Cameron Smith? Yeah, he's got a big beard. What about the What's beard on? on Cameron Smith? That's his Corona beard. Holy Jarvis. He looks like it's a different a, person, eh? Wearing Beats, Power Beats. Okay, well. well, anyway, yeah, Arlo, <laughs> Arlo Pro 3. <laughs> that, that's been interesting, actually, before you go on. That's yeah. been interesting, being able to see uh, people in their homes, but also their audio, yeah. their audio choices as yeah, well. Yeah. Like, there's been a lot of AirPods. Your son's saying uh, hello, mate. Just say hello to your son. Like, hey, Aaron. Aaron's right Jeez. in the middle of our recording. Good on you, mate. <laughs> it's fine, mate. Good to see you, buddy. <laughs> And uh, yeah, but a, a lot like he's what's he wearing there? Beats the power beats. Yeah, they look like the power beats. Yeah, and he's uh, and so I've also seen a lot of AirPods. Uh, I've seen a lot of wire. I've seen a lot of wired earphones too. Have you noticed that? I think people do that because the microphone. Ah, they feel more comfortable because okay. they've actually got a good microphone. Got a mic. There, the Air, AirPods got good microphones. Nowhere near as good as just having an actual microphone. Let's really? Be clear. All right. Yeah. Okay. Horrible. Well, of uh, and I think we t- did we discuss this last week about our uh, our setups for our crosses and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And yeah, I've got the good, I've got the proper setup now with the mics. It's great. I, do, I, I, I still got, but you know what? I tell them. I said, do I still need to wear the AirPods? Well, so they said I was just going to wear I was just going to wear a little just one bud wired so they can't see it. I'm yeah. trying to look for you know what do you call the thing that you wear when you're on TV? You know the thing when you're well, doing a live just, cross. It's a, it's What's that called? They're it's called like a covert audio headset. I, I, I've got when next time we come to the office, I've got some spare ones that are for two-way radios. They're not uh, quite as. There's just one problem with them is that they've got a, dang, uh, a, a twisty cord. Yeah, but you're that. just using your phone, so yeah, yeah, it's totally fine. The reason so, you use the the reason you still need that line is yeah, because so I can hear the them. Skype line. If you listen back on Skype, yeah. it's, a, it's a delay. It's a yeah. different level of, of the video. So yeah, that, that's how we're doing it. So I've still got to wear the AirPods, even though I've got, they're taking my audio from my mic in yeah. my in my. Yeah. My setup there, um, but yeah, no, it's been interesting to see the different 
uh, headsets and and headphones and even they've seen over the ear headphones, but I've also seen many not wearing anything. No, just they're taking all the audio straight from their their hearing out of the computer, yeah, and right. also I think that's what um, I'd, I've done some stuff with Seven on Skype, and they that's how they do it. They just don't they don't call like Sky calls me, yeah, and I, and I've got them on the call in my ear. And then they take my audio, and my video through yeah, Skype. Yeah, that's because they're 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 recorded bits. Yeah, they're, they're, they're well, for the live sort of live. That's well. no, live. Yeah, okay. do it for the live stuff. Yeah. And I asked, and they said, "Oh, well, we've got the well, the, that's so you can hear the studio properly, yeah. but also the mic out of your earphones is a backup in case your mic fails. It's like this sort of a redundancy. Yeah. So much for smashing through this end of the yeah, podcast. Yeah, <laughs> two <laughs> two blokes talking rubbish. Our other great sponsor for Two Blokes Talking Tech are our good friends at Uniden. And Trevor's right. There's a lot of people that are now able to hit the road after being locked down for so long. Hit the road, and you know what? Jack. The best thing you need, though, is a dash cam. And what better one to get is the uh, than the Dash View 30R. This is their top of the line that has a front and rear of uh, camera. If you don't want the rear camera, you just get the Dash View 30. So you see R stands for rear there. Did you see that? You get it has that on the entire yes. Dash Cam range from Uniden. That's right. So uh, if you just want the front camera only, which is 2.5K resolution, you just get the Dash View 30. If you want both, the Dash View 30R. So uh, well worth looking into, especially now we are hitting the road again. And this is a great companion to have in your car has that great resolution because it's very important to see if, if you do need to uh, share a video with police, with insurance, you need to have the detail. You need to have the, the that, that great resolution for makes, models of cars, colours of cars, uh, drivers, faces, street names. All these this, this information is very important and you need good quality to capture it. That's what the Uniden dash cam offers. It's your eyes and ears on the road. It also, though, offers camera warning. So if you're coming close to a speed or red light camera, it'll give you a heads up so that you don't get, lose any points on your licence. Uh, but also, too, you can you can download into an, to the companion app any recorded footage. So it's very easy to get that footage into your phone and share it if you have to or store it uh, off, the, off the device as well. So very, very interesting product to have in your car because it's got all these ways to save you, whether it's on the road, whether it's speed and red light cameras, but it's also got parking mode. So if some someone hits your car in a car park and they don't leave a note, well, you know what? You've got 2.5 gay video resolution of that incident. So uh, be careful out there. You don't want this to be... You don't want to hit a car that's got a Dash View 30R in it. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Check it out, the Dashview 30R, great product at uniden.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Well, here's a great idea. It's an, it's an innovation in the app of a uh, ride-sharing service, except it's not Uber. It's a bloody cabs. Cabs, yeah. And I think it's friggin' brilliant. It I smart. really do. Yeah. So over, for, for many, many years, it's always been the way that if you, you call a cab and you're in the cab and the cabbie will often say, do you do this run often, especially if it's an airport run, and I'll say, oh, here's my card. And you're like, oh, well, he's a good bloke and he's very clean and the cab was great and everything. Yep. Yeah, I will call him again. And so you've, you've got your kind of preferred driver. Mm. Well, now with 1-3 cabs, the app, you, know, you go for a ride, you do your thing, and then you get out and you pay and do everything. And then you go back to the app and you go, you know what? I'm going to list that person as a preferred yeah. driver. You can have up to, I think, five drivers in five, each yep. city. That's right. And it means that, you know, there's some credibility for the for the driver. There's some preference for you. Yep. <laughs> Man, I just think it's so smart. It is a smart idea. And I like the fact that in this in this whole thing, I like that one three cab call their drivers, not just drivers. They call them career drivers. Because a taxi driver, that's their career. Yeah. This is what they've been doing. And on my headline says that, that cabs strike back, they hit back with this feature because, let's face it, they are struggling against Uber, against yeah. Ola. What, what are the other ones? Didi. Didi. There's, there's how many are there now? There's like four or five. No, no, no. Give it a year, they'll learn. And, and, and so there's a, lot of, there's a lot of competition now. And the one three cabs concept is, you know, it's the, it's the cab charge group of, of cabs companies. It's pretty much every cab except the GM cabs lot. Um, it, you know, they struggled at first. They did come out with uh, an app and it was rubbish. And then they came out with an upgrade to yeah. it. It was okay. The new app is genuinely on par. It's like they've gone, solid oh, no. upgrade. So yeah. we need to spend money on this, do we? And it's a solid, good 
cab and it, app. But you know what? They've kind of taken a leaf out of Uber's book. Though. Yeah. They've, they've sort of shown that the car's approaching. You can see it on a map and tells you how many minutes it is before it arrives. So they've kind of Uberfied the app a little bit. So to sort of, sort of Mate, make it to, as that's more That's what they appealing. needed to do. It, absolutely. Because I, I, I said this about the app that. when they first launched the One Three Cabs app. It's like the map wasn't good. The map didn't... I said, yeah. just copy what Uber do. Yeah. It's and very simple. And But the, I like to, with this feature, My Driver it's called... You can also use these this as a way, for, like you can even organise it for deliveries, yeah, or to even pick up takeaway <laughs> food. Yeah, can yeah. you believe it? Like it's still a fare you got to pay. It'd be the same yeah, fare. It's funny whether whether it's your McDonald's in the car or you yourself, it's the same fare, it, isn't it's it? It's funny. I I saw the others because this is the third thing I've seen them announce in the last couple of months. You know, yeah. the the pick up things and the and the yep. kind of whatever other order things, and then this. I didn't I didn't like the one three things idea. I didn't. I, mm. I think it degrades a cab service by saying we'll run to Macca's for you. I know what they're competing yeah. with. I know they're competing with Uber. A fare's a fare, mate. Yeah, I, I, I don't see how a cabbie's happy, going, you know, pulling up to the drive-thru and, you know, picking up your order. I just... Well, the meter's bad for As them. long as the meter's running. Yeah. I, I get I get what you're saying. I, I thought I kind of had a tinge of that myself, thinking, well, fair enough, you want to de- use them like a courier to deliver a package. Yes. Yeah, I can see I can see your point there, but mate, at the end of the day, you're still paying the fare. Yeah, so I true. think a cabbie's not going to complain about the fare just because maybe their car stinks up with McDonald's a little bit, or maybe or KFC. He'd probably get some, get himself something while well, he's there. Might just shout himself a, for a Big Mac as well, or whatever. As long as he's not eating my chips, I don't care. Yeah, there you go. You can yeah. uh, read about the uh, one three cabs uh, my driver addition uh, to the app at uh, eftm.com and techguide.com.au. <laughs> Well, uh, the Apple Store in Sydney has reopened today. I think it opened. Eh? The twenty, yeah, the twenty eighth, Thursday. Today is actually the anniversary of my first grade debut too, mate. May oh. the twenty eighth was the day I made my first try. grade debut. Sixteen try. Uh, no, not well. That was that was in my grade debut. Oh. I scored a try, not in my first grade debut. My to show grade some debut. knowledge. Thanks, mate. Uh, but this is also the date that the Apple Sydney store reopens, and you know what? It wasn't closed because of COVID either. No, it's been shut since January because they've done a major refurb. Uh, so similar to what they did at Bondi, they've they've brought it into line with the new uh, layout of the stores, the new flow of the stores. So they've yeah. got a forum, they've got a five K screen. So. As I understand it, when you walk in the main doors, yeah, straight ahead in is, the middle. So the big screen's in the, the middle. F- the forum is in front of you, which means yeah. there's no tables or products. It's just little balls and, and boxes to sit on. Yes. And then there's a 5K big screen up uh, on the wall. But there's tables on left oh, and right. Left and right, plus yeah. those little kind of avenues of, of products. Yes. But the, the forum is right as you walk in. And the new feature, too, in the store is, uh, I think they've got a, I don't think they had this before, the boardroom. They've got a boardroom. I don't even understand Well, that. I think it's for business customers. So say you're in there, you're, right. you want to buy some product for your business, and they'll they'll sit you down in the boardroom and say, right, oh, how many Macs do you want to buy? And it's okay. sort of, you, you're, a, you're a step above a regular customer. You, you're a business customer. You're going to buy more product. I challenge you. Do you reckon you can get in the boardroom as a I customer? challenge you to get us in there recording the show. Good idea, good idea. Would they do it? I reckon maybe next iPhone launch. Next iPhone launch. I reckon that is that is dead set doable. I reckon we. That I is think it's 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 harder to do the iPhone launch than it is just in three weeks from now. Okay, get on it. Okay, I challenge you. I've got Stephen a couple of Fennick. bits of homework after this. Hey, I don't know what the other one was. The NBN inquiry. Oh, good on you. Yeah, yeah. glad you you got short term memory. Yeah, also, massive. Yeah. <laughs> but I've, there is a couple of pictures that I'm sure that you shared on EFTM as well yep. of the the inside of the store showing that forum, and also there's a lovely shot of the boardroom. I'm just trying yep. to think where is the board? Where would that boardroom? I feel like it could be up on the top level. You reckon top yep. level? Okay. Yeah. So it's like look, I reckon I reckon it could be actually one bottom end of the level, top level, bottom level out the back. Nah, I don't think the top level's got that kind of room. I thought was that is that where they keep the stock on the bottom level or top level? You're right. I reckon, it, I reckon right, that's ground just, floor. You're right. It could be in an area we've never seen before. Ground floor. At the back. Well, you know when you come, when you go <coughs> in the store, all right, you go in, and the then stairs. there's the stairs are to the right. Yes. I reckon there's a door that way. There's a door left. There's a there's entrance some back door there, to the le- on the left hand side goes left the back corner for the stock room or something. Well, I reckon they've renovated that little back part all of the right, store. Well, I can't. Well, I reckon I'm saying bottom level. What are you saying top level? I'm saying top level. Okay. It'll probably be medium level now. Yeah. <laughs> Mid-level. But anyway, but we'll, we'll find see. out when we'll Stephen see. gets us in there to record in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll ask. I'll ask. Uh, all we need is a PowerPoint. 
that's it. Oh, oh no, oh, we no, don't. We don't. I've got the, the battery. The roadcaster has the battery has the now. Battery. Yes. Well, we weren't brave this enough to try. This is huge. We weren't brave enough to try it. Yeah, no, not. But we will at the Apple Store. Yeah, we'll give it a roll. The dice. Roll the dice. Jeez. All right. Good stuff. Uh, you can read about uh, and see photos of the new Sydney Apple Store at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. Just quickly. Uh, just quickly. How far in? How many hours are we now? It's 24 minutes ago when we said we'd smashed through the last bit. Good on you, mate. Um, uh, 5G. Um, is still pushing yeah. it. Good on them. They've, they've launched a little 5G hotspot. And I like it. I like it too. So I like it because uh, it has Ethernet. She said the second time you sounded like Pauline Hanson. Did she say that? I like. Who said I like it? I like it. I don't. I like, Borat. I don't know. No, that's someone else. Anyway, anyway uh, you reminded me of Pauline Hanson for some reason. Please explain. <laughs> um, so it's a hotspot. Uh, multiple devices connect. It's got an Ethernet port. But the actual, so the weird thing is, they sold it to us. You know, they they launched it as this. 5G device that connects to millimeter wave, millimeter waves that doesn't exist in one one part of Sydney. It, already. It's 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 at one part. It's it's basically at a Telstra office in Sydney, in Parramatta. And then, it? And well, shh, let's not go into detail. <laughs> and then, and then it's, it's in the Innovation Centre in the Gold Coast, and then one other spot in okay. the Gold Coast. Yep. So basically, and here's the other thing. So I went to Parramatta in search of millimeter wave 5G, and. And it was a complete waste of time. You never found it? No, because you don't know whether you're on, and you never should know whether you're on millimetre wave or sub six. Yeah. It's just 5G. So, but To the, you, the end user. Yeah. So the, if you're on sub six, it'll still say 5G. Still says 5G. But if you're on millimetre wave, it'll still say 5G. Yes, because it's okay. just 5G. But I think the point of it is that millimetre wave is the future. Uh, here's it's the kind point. of the... Here's the point of it. It continues Telstra's entire plan proof. of leading the pissing contest on 5G. <laughs> They're the first to launch millimetre wave. Well, That's what they want. They've done it. Yeah. Spot on. Yeah. I like I like the... Like, forget the millimetre wave. I like the size of the device. Yep. I like that you can add 30... You can link 30 products to this thing. Mm. 15 on each of the different um, bands. And I like the nice big screen as well. And... Is that is that running Android? Does that Android look no. like to you? Is it just its own? No, it's just it's just like I'm going to say it's it's a cheaper version of of the Nighthawk style. Yeah, it's, you know, a little touchscreen that does stuff has all those features, but it's made by ZTE. Oh, um, I was wondering who made it. Yeah, yeah well, so well, the battery Net had gear, ZTE, Like I use the M2, which is a 4G LTE yep. or 4G. What what's the Telstra for the What's Mimo. The, no, no, the S SX or something. What's it? What's the? I don't know. They got a 4 4G, 4GX. That's what they got. Yeah. That's, I think that's compatible with that, which is still super quick. Yeah. I haven't had a 5G signal on this. I've only had this for two days. I haven't had a signal yeah. on it yet. I'll, uh, I'm, I'm not far from the airport. I'm, I'm dirty. I don't have 5G right now. Well, I'm well aware what you're dirty. What the hell? It's, it should be coming, though. The, the footprint's growing, though, isn't it? Real, mate, like a baby learns to walk. It's right. growing slowly. Okay. Okay. That, those, those footprints are growing slowly. Yeah. Anyway, actually, apart from the millimeter wave thing, which is just a, a good selling point, it's a really good... Portable hotspot yeah. with the ultimate connectivity. That's that's essentially what how you sell reckon, it. What do you reckon the price? Five nine nine. That's a lot of money. Six, or you can go twenty four ninety five a month for two years. I, you I get just, data with that? No. Oh, actually, no. That's well, yeah, that's know. just outright. That's just the device. You got to pay for your data on top of that. Yeah. God. No wonder that Telstra's wife calls him dear. You get that one, mate? I'm not sure we should record this late at night. <laughs> I don't think it's good for either of us. We should just get on the drink one night and do a show. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> neither, right. neither two blokes for the record are drinkers. Yeah, Although well. Trev, Trev has a cheeky well, white wine occasionally. We'll get into that on the private feed. <laughs> two blokes talking Telstra 5G, the details of the 5G hotspot, which doesn't really have a good name. Like, it doesn't have a... Wi-Fi Pro. 5G oh, Wi-Fi no, it's Pro. It just It's Pro. It means it's important, doesn't it? Yeah, but that leaves every other device they do now. What's that going to be? It's just not quite pro? Super pro. Or a pro. bit better than pro? Super pro. Yeah, good on you. Yeah, semi-pro. <laughs> <laughs> Two bucks talking tech.